Hey, yo, is this mic on? Oh, shit, it is, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 15 of the BMM Podcast. I know we've been away for a little minute. We all took a small break just handling real-life situations. Uh, but we're back in the building, man. We got Brandon in the building, David in the hey, building. What up, yo. though? Everybody, what's up, man? We back. We had a nice little summer hiatus. Yeah, we had to. We had to. We back here. Had to regroup, you know. You know. So yeah, yeah. We just been kind of like just you know working on real life stuff and just kind of focusing on that and just took a small break, stepping away from the podcast world. But we're back now. Um, but yeah, just really quick as a quick update. Quick update. I may possibly be moving to Florida, going back to be a little bit closer to family. You know, I spent about half a decade, you know, five, six years here in Houston. And uh, I just, you know, I just really want to do different things. So I, I'm thinking about moving closer to family, be close to my mom and my cousins and all that, and also pursue some other things. So, you know, this may be possibly, now I'm not going to put that in cement just yet, but this may be the last episode for a little while, but when we come back, we're going to do a more digital format since we're going to be in remote locations. You know, I'm going to be in Florida, David and Brandon's going to be in Texas, but this will allow us to, number one, go for more of a live streaming uh, platform or live streaming setup. For sure. So that means we can utilize like YouTube super chats. We can easily get some of you guys involved in the show. Um, we could easily, you know, do a lot of things that's not quite possible when we do these things, you know, post or whatever. So the fact that we're going to be able to go live, you know, that lets you guys be more part of the conversation um, and allows us to, you know, kind of interact with you guys and get your guys' opinion in real time. So I think that's going to be beneficial. Um, we all three got to get audio setups. Dave, I know you have a Rollcaster. I have a Rollcaster back in Florida. Brandon, you're going to have to get some sort of audio equipment, but we will cross that bridge when oh, we get that. there. Yeah, yeah, we can cross that bridge when we get there. But... Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the show itself. So let's go ahead and open up the document. The icebreaker question. Well, whoa, 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 wait. Before we get into that, I forgot. We got to do the mental health check. Fellas, how y'all feeling this week? I'm feeling excellent this week. Feeling fantastic. Okay. All right. I'm feeling good too. I'm feeling good too. So what y'all been up to? Man, working, 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 working. Um, got a little bit of time to uh play some video games, okay. you know, that I've been uh neglecting. So I mean it was good. I'm still playing uh Horizon uh um, Forbidden West Really want to beat that um, And I'm looking forward to God of War, man God of War is like Not that far away That's right, yeah yeah. And also saw Bayonetta 3 Had a release date Bayonetta so. 3 finally has a release date uh, yes. This year, yeah I'm excited for that I'm excited for that Brandon, what about you? What you been up to? Uh, be honest I've just been chilling And minding my uh, Chilling Just living life Yeah Yeah Oh yeah Yeah, same here Same here Alright, so the icebreaker question Of the day Now me included, but I'm noticing a lot for a lot of people, actually. You know, I thought it was just me, but first thing is career changes. You know, what is your guys' experience? Is it just me or does everybody kind of feel the urge to do something different as we kind of approach? Because we're, David, I know you already crossed that that bridge of 30. Me and, yeah. I, I guess, Brandon, you too. I guess I'm the only one knocking on the door of it. But yeah. have you guys recently been feeling the urge to either change paths in your career or just kind of like pivot into something else recently. Like I feel like everybody well, was going that right for now. a long time I was kind of going back and forth with jobs and, you know, losing jobs or not being the right job, <laughs> like all sorts of shit. Well, so well, now, well, Dave, I think you can speak to that because a lot of people Dave, with, was in with, with, too. with layoffs and everything going on, like lost yeah. jobs. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, what jobs? Um, you don't have to get too in depth, but like, I mean, sometimes they be I mean, bullshit jobs. What it was some bullshit jobs. jobs. It was some that's, jobs that's that I was spinning the wheels at. I wasn't really giving a fuck. So I got. I mean, it's been times like we all been terminated, right? So I've been terminated. I've, I've been, been laid off. I've been laid off. I've been. Uh, shit, I've been at a place that they closed down. 
Oh man! Right. So and this I all mean, happened while you had a family and everything. Yeah, oh, man. man. Like, yeah, like, like you know what I'm saying. Like after I transitioned out the army, you know, it was kind of hard to really pin down that that good job. And now finally, I, I'm at a place where I'm very content. Um, it's a lot of good benefits, and it's really the field that I wanted to be in. So, you know, I'm good now. So I'm at that big boy job where it's just like, right, where it's just like, hey, I'm celebrating. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like. You, you can never get too content. Like, you should always be looking kind of like over the next horizon. Like, okay, so I'm here, but how do I get to the next step? So do you feel like those jobs just wasn't like a fit for you? Like, Well, a lot of those jobs were like bullshit retail jobs, right? Yeah. So, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like yes, there was much growth there anyway. Right, right. Right. So like you have to be honest with yourself when you're at some place. Like, let's say like at a Walmart, right? Unless you know, hey, I want to be a retail manager. They don't get paid right? that much. You know, and then like you want to build your web to maybe I don't know, a, like a district manager or like yeah, whatever, that, or, yeah, yeah. and then pivot to corporate. Like you know what I'm saying? Which is funny because some people that um, like you know, like I used to work at Best Buy, and that's how that's I met these met, brothers yeah. here. Yeah. Um, like you know, it's some people from back in the day now that they've pivoted from the retail side of Best Buy to the corporate side. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. very proud of that. Um, like but, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, even those retail jobs do have opportunities. But the opportunities aren't going to be for everybody. No, and, I th- and I think with retail, um, I think we can all speak to this. Is the burnout is just real? It's not that. Too. But think about this: uh, I had a bullshit job. It was just, it was convenient at the time. Yeah. Look, it's like look, convenient look, look, at the time. This is the truth. Every job that you have is not going to be that job. Is yes. Right. It's just look because because you're in so many different places in your life, right? So you know maybe you're thinking about going to school and then you actually go to school. So then your job might have to change as a result of that. And then like let's say like you get into a, for, for a relationship, like look like some people get into relationships, switch up their jobs, right? Get yep. the hook up, like whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Because people who know people can help you out, yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. Then you have a family, so then your job pivots again. So it's just like like you have to like kind of think with certain jobs. They're just temporary regardless. Yeah, like, it, I mean, feel like it doesn't matter. I remember, I remember when I was a vendor, I used to bullshit all the time. Oh, to, you told me these stories. Tell me, no, I, used to, I used to come on and go, holla at David. What are we doing today, David? Yeah, what are we talking about today? Yo, tell I know that. you don't work there now, but like I remember you telling me like you used to, <laughs> you used to go in, <laughs> clock in, and go home and take a nap. I've done that many times. <laughs> tell me, I had a corporate credit card. I used to take, I used to take people to lunch. I just dispense that boy out. What? I did a lot of stuff. That, I was trying. You better hope none of your former bosses listen to this. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they probably don't. <laughs> tell them, tell them. Well, They're like, not the right Brandon, demographic. Like, They're not real enough to listen back. to this. Don't, 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 don't. I wouldn't go back. Tell them, I, tell them, I was so shocked they gave me a corporate credit card. I was like, what? Yeah. They let me start writing expenses out? It was a game changer. Tell them, then my boss was in five states over. Anytime he come in town, I I get the word up. He's coming in town. He ain't gonna sneak up on me. He ain't gonna sneak <laughs> Man, up on me. Man, bro, I just get so many memories like from working at Best Buy Damn. and then thinking about like. So the best thing about Best Buy is they have a really good discount on yeah. certain things. They do, yeah. And then they used to have. What was it called? Gamers Unlocked okay, or okay. something like that? They got rid, they, they got, they got rid of that. They, they don't yeah, bro. Of that. that was like really. I don't know. Like yeah, they, they, they are driving Best Buy into the ground. If they would have kept that. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. It, it took him down. But David, yeah. But think about David. Every time you see me, I was never doing any work. They had me selling TVs. I was med- I was mediocre out there. Is <laughs> you gonna buy a TV? I mean, the TV sell. Like, sell. see, this is the thing, bro. Look, look. I know they push a lot of these retail places push like the whole salesmanship, and now I think they actually do have like uh commissions for for certain things for certain 
uh, departments, right? I think more so for like mobile. That's why yeah. I, I know so many people who work for Verizon. Like they get so like they they be they be they be balling sometimes. Yeah, but they balling out of control, man, bro. See, look, even like the mobile people, I remember them. Like shout out to them. Like, bro, just so many good memories. Yeah. It's just the work part of it was just like... Uh, and I think so when far. we're younger, like in our early, mid-20s, we're we're willing to kind of put up with more things. Like, when I was younger, I didn't care about having weekends off like that. Like, I didn't care about not, not, not spending time with family. I could never fathom. Back then, working retail, I could never have fat. Look, one time I had a Saturday off and I just didn't know what to do. I was oh, yeah, like, yeah. I had yes. Saturday off. Yeah, I know you're talking about. It's just, it just weird, but... And then it's more weird because really is you're getting less hours. So in, in a sense, you're kind of bummed out. You're like, damn, I don't have to work Saturday. But like, I, what I if think I do? as I get older and we start to get deeper into the content creation world and, you know, we're starting to get offers to do like networking events and things like that. I think having that flexibility in the schedule is really beneficial. Oh, so. I, I, to this day, I really don't care. I really don't care to have weekends. It don't. It doesn't bother me. I, I think, think it's it a good perk. I, I think for yeah. me as a father, that's important because like, you know, your kids are off. On the weekend, right? So, like, you want to spend that weekend with them. But, um... I don't have kids. But also, you have to look at it from, like, a networking standpoint. Like, I think if you want to get into this digital media world, whatever, whatever, most of these events take place on the weekend. Like, there's never anything going on during the week. So, if you want to, like, network with the the quote-unquote movers and shakers or whatever, having weekends off is beneficial for that purpose only because a lot of the networking events, a lot of the big events that you can meet people at, those are going to be on the weekend. Also... We're all single here, so you're dating prospects. Like, oh. not having weekends off. That's for, very detrimental. No, 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 no. It, it, it can be kind of crazy if it, you want to meet somebody. But no, I, no, I don't care about that personally, but for some no, people, that's a deal breaker. I, for me, it really doesn't make a difference. I get up for five. Oh, you got to get scheduled then. So I get up for five on the weekend, so. So you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still do stuff, but sometimes, yeah. like, people want to do things in, like, the morning or in the afternoon on the I weekend. Brunch is a big thing. Brunch, nah. bro. Look, women bro, love brunch, bro. They do, but I, I don't get it. Yeah. I like brunch. I think so brunch is I guess the follow-up question uh, for the icebreaker is, what is... What is your dream situation? Like, what industry do you see yourself being at home in? Well, well, I'm in the industry I want to be in, IT. So, okay. you know, I just, you know, I'm I'm right where I want to be. So I'm content. There you go. There you go. And, go. and how long did it take you to get to that point? It took me many years, bro, many years. Right. Um, what did you say, a 10 plus? Uh, I'd say about like five to six. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, right. Do you got any certification you trying to work on? Right I have now? a couple certifications got already. A shit ton of um, yeah, I, I have on, like about ten or thirteen. Listen, certifications. I was on this man's LinkedIn. I've I, seen it. I was creeping. I was creeping on people's LinkedIn, and I saw. I wonder. Let me see what David is up to. This man got SEO certifications. This man got this. Did you got, pay for them or they're free? No, they were free. So, you got it from like Google's uh, garage thing, right? So I got some from Google, and then I actually got some from uh from a program for veterans. To get like Microsoft, like um, Azure certification. So Azure is like, like you know, like Microsoft's um cloud uh system, right? So you know, yeah, Google. And, you check know, out those Google were very, Garage, yeah. those were very important. So also check that out. Like check out Microsoft um Azure certifications. Also Google Cloud, and um the other one is um AWS Amazon Web Services. Yeah, and then uh, Google, and those are big, Google, big in demand. Google also yeah, but, offers uh, the SEO yeah. stuff. Uh, Facebook, which is Meta now, they offer some certifications for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really big if you're going to like the social media space, social but, media marketing, and shit like I that. I would say but, like having big, uh, having certifications really puts you ahead of everybody else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I think yeah it's because great. having those really kind of put me over the edge because people feel like oh okay like you're working. 
towards like being knowledgeable yeah. in this field yeah. and, and it and is forever great. changing so always, it's always bro. it's always good to kind of keep your ear to the streets as they would say when it comes to like changing trends even with like social media and marketing like there's things that's always forever evolving so brandon what about you what is your what is your goal industry like what do you want to do long term that you can see yourself just being home at like yo this is what i want to do he wants to be a police officer no i ain't gonna be out there chasing no brothers uh, i got two months for i got i got better things to do be chasing brothers out there what you got but where, what i really want to go and get into i'll talk to my friend right he gave me he gave me interaction. shout out to ray yeah shout out to my big homie ray out there uh i'm gonna get in procurement well basically while i'm buying stuff for the company if i can i put it like this if i can buy a car i can buy everything else you know what i'm saying if i negotiate if i can buy cars in for the company why can i buy uh, materials for the company and shit like that. Mm, true, that's, that's true. A, I got the negotiating skill, the customer service, dealing with vendors in the past. In my, one of my past jobs, I used to work in a company called Fast Now, where we used to go out there. We sold a hardware tool and stuff like that. I hated that job. I hated the job because I, because I don't care. I didn't care for hardware tools, and I hated my boss. My boss was a dick. <laughs> but it also gave me experience, uh, experience logistics because we would order stuff from California. You had to put, you had to portray it in your head. How fast is it gonna get here? Yeah. If you order on Monday, you're not gonna get here to Wednesday. So that's what kind of planted the seed. Like I can yeah. kind of, I, I kind of like. Yeah. This. Talking to vendor, we 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 vendor doing POs and stuff like that. I've done a lot of this stuff already. I just ain't realized in my head. Oh, I'm pretty good at this. So you you more so want to get into business to business sales like that or just yeah. like you said procurement? Yeah. Yeah, procurement. Isn't that business? It's business business sales meta- metaphorically, but really you just buying find uh so. Supply answers for the company what you need. Okay. If they need something, you go. You go to go finding find the best price you can get for it and take bids and stuff like that. I can rock with that. Like it's a, it's basically it's basically <clears throat> like logistics. It's in the supply chain management field and logistics, and that's gonna blow up in the next ten years. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I would say for me, um, long term, I would want to get into. The content creation space, obviously, which we're all doing right now, you know, whether it's podcasting, YouTube, Twitch, you know, whatever the case is. But I also want to get into like the digital marketing space. I think for me, um, always growing up, I always looked at, you know, people like Puff, Jay, um, you know, even from the South, like Jermaine Dupri, Masterpiece, stuff like that. I always wanted to kind of like mix the entertainment industry with the marketing aspect of it because I, I always was intrigued about how you can present something to people and they feel like they need to have it. You know, like look at your like like your luxury brands like your Louis Vuittons, your Gucci's, your Off-Whites, your Balenciaga, things like that. Balenciaga is probably the the most like craziest one. So the fact that Balenciaga can put out shoes that pretty much look like homeless people's shoes and people are lining up outside the gallery to buy them, that that to me is just wild how you can kind of like get people to do that. So I think for me I've always had a passion for music, always had a passion for entertainment, uh, whether it's video games, movies, TV shows, uh, things like that. And I always had a passion for marketing. So I think for me, the overall goal is to get into a position to where I can do that full time and, you know, make it lucrative. And, uh, you know, kind of looking at that industry, the reason I another reason I kind of want to be closer to Florida, because it'll give me access to, you know, Atlanta, which is one of the hubs for that industry. So I feel like you do have to. I guess now with remote work and all that, it's not as important, but I do feel like being in close proximity to where these industries are prevalent, I think that's also a, a, good, a good decision to make if that's what you want to do. So let's just say, for example, you want to be in like, work for the big four, Apple, Google, Microsoft. It's probably in your best interest to try to find a way to get to California. Oh, or if Boston. you want to, 
or if you want to work for like a big marketing firm, it's probably in your best interest to try to make your way to New York or something like that. So, so but marketing right now, uh, they're laying off people right now for marketing. Cause company not company is not doing as much marketing right now. I think the the push is traditional marketing. Well, I think the push they're moving away from traditional marketing and pivoting to digital marketing. So I think those dollars are kind of getting moved over there. But but yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to do something in the entertainment digital marketing space long term. So I think for the next four years, I'm just going to really hone down and focus on that. And yeah, keep it popping. So, all right, well that. We like that's that's why they're at the fifteen minute mark, yo. We uh we 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 say quite a bit. So let's go ahead and jump into topics real quick. So, uh, topic number one, I guess David, me and you are gonna kind of pivot on this because we had the same topic. Um, I'm gonna take it a step further. I know you want to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder, but yes, I want to talk about a post that I saw on Twitter. Okay. It was a thread. Okay, they're saying that Phase Four of the Marvel content coming out notification <laughs> phase four of the marvel content coming out is very mediocre so i think what do you think and also i have, I have to a, disagree I because have a, i have a post from ign i that, saw and yeah i saw the post on ign where they talked about like oh did you know all of the shows and the hours like they're longer than phase not one, that no no no, no not that they was asking people in the comment section to rank the phase four movies now i can't now, i saw you ranking them and yes. i wanted to ask you did <laughs> yes. you have the rankings backwards because they were like ranked the worst to the best nah, the, the, so nah, the best would nah. be the bottom Mm-mm. and the worst would be at the top that's the the top <laughs> no that list was accurate the top okay so to <laughs> you the best one is black widow no no no, no, no. wait i no i put the number one i put number one being eternals the bottom okay, was okay, the worst. The bottom okay. was the worst. Okay, so the bottom was the worst. Yeah, the bottom was the worst. Okay, so best <laughs> at the top, bottom at the worst. So uh, all right, okay, because listening. IGN did it and people were like making some crazy ass lists. Didn't Matter of fact, I'll list. share the post right now and we can just rank them right here from the movies. Now the TV shows I can't really speak to. I I did hear that um Miss Marvel was pretty damn good. So it is pretty good. Yeah, no. I haven't so, watched it. I haven't watched so it. So I started binging it and I was like, because because really the first episode, I was like, man, this is for like teenage girls type shit but but once see i think the problem with shows shows have a different pacing than movies right yes so you're expecting things to happen much quicker than what they are right Mm -hmm. and i kind of like compare and contrast that to some of my favorite shows because i was rewatching breaking bad right breaking is amazing and uh, breaking bad is a great show but what people forget people think breaking bad had action every every episode it wasn't there were there was damn near one season where the action happened all at the end. Uh, you, you know, do you right? know they have a statue in uh, Abercrombie? Yeah, yeah, about a uh, wall in uh, like Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yeah, and yeah, shout out to they, that. They said that it was. Crazy. Gonna, I saw an article recently. They're gonna tear that down. The sta- there's nothing. No, 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 no. Like they're gonna put it up. Oh, yeah. they're putting it up. They, they're, put, uh, yeah. they're putting. They're putting. They're putting inside. They're putting inside some type of building. Building. Yeah. Okay, okay. So if you don't know, like. The show takes takes place in New Abercorn. Oh, I, 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 I yeah. love that show. Breaking so, it it brought so, the city so much money. So I feel like the problem is with Phase Four is What's that up? first of all, everyone is kind of okay. Everybody doing their own thing. Every to me, people can't look at the first three phases because you have to look at the first three phases as one big phase. Yes, right? I don't disagree. Um, with the you, Infinity right? Saga uh, War, right? Yes. So. You know, and then even then, you have to like remember in those movies there wasn't a set kind of lineup until there was a tease at the end of Avengers where you saw Thanos. Then mm-hmm. you started slowly seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. Yes. But you had to watch all those movies. And I like, remember all the movies didn't push the narrative forward. And it's the same thing in phase four. Every movie that you see is not going to push this narrative forward. Another thing too, everyone is kind of expecting a repeat because they're like, well, where's the big bad? Which if you saw Loki, I don't know if 
I think you saw. I did. Loki, I watched right? Loki. Yeah. yeah. So, so they already kind of like, hid that really good. that uh, that really Kang, good. the Conqueror, played by uh, Jonathan Majors, is going to be a Jonathan big. Major. Yeah. Shout out to that brother. That brother does great work. Um, like Lovecraft, uh, like country in particular. Um, but yeah. So they already hinted who a big bad is going to be. This is the thing, though. Like, don't expect things to unfold like how they did in the first three phases, right? And then people are kind of like, oh, well, so much has already happened and nothing's really going on. But another thing, too, if you look at the thing, um, so they're really kind of setting up the Thunderbolts, right? Yes, so, like, yes. with um, up in Black Widow, like, you yes. had one person show up up in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, right. you had somebody the else. US so, and then even think about it like this, like the, oh, black, like, the other black widow, like the other black widow, the abomination. I uh, mean, there. Yes. I mean, even Wong seems to be setting up his little, like his own group of Avengers. So well, what you have to look at? Ain't no villain against Wong. No, Wong is oh. setting up like his own group. Oh of like, yeah, Wong, Wong, yeah, yeah, Wong yeah, yeah, yeah. from uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the this is the thing. Like we're not seeing what Marvel had because Marvel likes to keep things close to the vest. Yes. So you can't really expect to be like, oh, okay, well, at what point? Is this going to happen, right? Because I think the problem with the MCU, people feel like it's too interconnected, right? Okay. But I feel like, see, what, see, I don't know, because someone brought up this good point. They were like, David, I, look, I went from seeing Doctor Strange 1 and then Doctor Strange 2, and I'm like, what the fuck was happening? And I'm just like, well... <laughs> Did you watch WandaVision, dog? No, no, I didn't watch no, no. See, no, because he's saying, okay, well, I like particular characters, so I want to be able to watch one movie mm -hmm. without having to catch up all these movies. Nope. So, so for to me... Really, I had to think about it. Like, the MCU isn't for, like, a casual person. But then it kind of sucks because what happens for new fans, right? Like, look, like the new kids growing up, and, like, let's say they see this one movie and they like, want to watch the sequel, like, it's not going to really, co like, coalesce for them. So, I mean, that's the problem. It's, like, sometimes having a shared universe, that's a downfall. You have to watch every single movie to know what's going on. I mean, I guess, I guess they're following, like, the comic book. because they're, Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're really following that. Because you have to think, th comic books has been around for... For, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And they still reference things from, like, the 40s, 50s, 60s, 60s yeah, 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 yeah. Like, sometimes, like, you're in a comic book and you're like... Who? I have to go <laughs> back to, to 1974 to read this comic to learn about this particular character. That's Joker crazy. shot Barbara Gordon when? when? In the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. right. And so, oh, yeah. I look, so that's kind of like the downfall, which some people say the DCEU is better because they're really, more standalone movies. They're more standalone yeah. movies, but I feel like the reason why that is because look, they were trying to copy Marvel, but after they fucked up with Justice League 2017, they were just like, I no, 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 let, no. Let's go back to more standalone. I think DC is better than Marvel in a lot of regards. Done, done, done. They fucked up with uh, Batman vs Superman. That was terrible. I think the problem is like again, they were kind of. Okay, to me, the problem with some of the initial DC movies was like they were trying to do like the Dark Knight thing, right? Be so, dark and gritty. So they even made like Man of Steel was dark and gritty. Man of Steel was live. That it was, was the best. It was live. Man. No, no. To me, it was good. Look, it was a good movie. But again, look at the characterization. They made Superman dark. No, Which I don't. Superman went out there and handled his business that movie. Yeah, he handled business. He yeah. handled business. But a lot of my, people. I would tell you my favorite iteration of Superman, and, and I know this topic because we, we still got to get to like the Thor, yeah, Love, and Thunder yeah, stuff. MC, but, yeah. But um, my favorite iteration of Superman is actually from the Injustice video game. I, mm, I, I like that okay, iteration. I that. Like, I like. I don't like when superheroes. Oh, I can't kill because it's morally wrong. Well, Superman you know, was like, I'm. What sick I of actually shit. liked <laughs> about Man of Steel that people were upset about was that you know, well, it's look. That movie came out in 2013, y'all, so stop playing. So when when Superman kills Zod, right? Breaks his neck, and he breaks his neck in the movie because he's trying to keep him from killing more innocent people, yeah. right? 
you know, people were upset with that because like, like, like Superman doesn't kill. But, but then I was like, okay, but this is the reason why he doesn't kill because he's killed before and he saw the effect that it had. See, yeah. I like right? the injustice one because it was like he was sick of this shit. Like, you when, the video game? Yeah, like yeah. when Joker killed Lois Lane. Lane oh, yeah. the movie, the oh, movie was terrible. This the show. animated movie wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. but when Superman like the punched, were amazing. Punched through him, True. got yeah. his heart. And then that, but, but in that like, scene with like with Shazam, where he used his ice breath to like. The, yeah. the freeze his mouth and then he used his heat vision to melt his brain. Oh, yeah. God. That was that was wild. That was almost <laughs> like, but I almost feel like that's the scene from like Doctor Strange 2 where like they that did shit all was that. Wild. And like, I feel you know, like if Superman really wanted to, he could kill. I, yeah, I know he people- could, yeah, he could. But like I think the problem is like, okay, like I think it's good for those what if type of scenarios. Yeah. But you have to look at like so Superman really represents like the heart and soul, like the American America dream and the American dream and stuff, yeah, like, stuff that. like that. Yeah. So really you can't do that to a character like that because at the main point, yeah. Superman represents this, right? Yeah. He look, he represents the pinnacle of, of humanity despite being an alien. Yes, right? I don't disagree with you. I mean it's kinda like I mean, I like how they do um so like DC had a had a series called um, Elseworlds Which is basically like What if But with the DC characters Like they had one Where basically Superman Was Batman Like basically Superman His rocket ship Crashed into Gotham And he basically Became Batman Right yeah. And like those I, like, I want to see more movies Where they're exploring Kind of like those What if type of scenarios Like like I would love to see An Injustice movie They'd, okay. I think that would be awesome Right But again too Like that would be Kind of like to the side Of like these other The Joker movie Really though movies. But I still I still think the Man of Steel Is the best uh, Superman movie ever yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Especially I, if you're not I, a fan of the older, I, I'm about to say uh, I, I like the classic movies except Superman three. I, I do. Superman like the, three was horrible. I do like. The I never seen it. I like the Christopher Reeves. Like, what is that? It came out in the seventies, right? The seventies, yeah. eighties. I do like those movies, but yeah, as far as like modern Superman, it was, it was a good movie. But yeah. it's the only one. I mean, yeah, Man of Steel because the Superman was, Returns that was just yeah, was no, bro, that was. Trash. But anyway, let's get to this uh, this ranking. So I sent y'all the the link to the IGN post in the yeah. group chat. So. Let's rank these movies. And I'll go ahead and go first because I've ranked them already on my Instagram page. If you haven't followed me at Some Call Me Des, go ahead and do that. But anyway, I'm going to rank these right now. Y'all tell me if y'all agree and y'all give y'all a ranking, right? right? So my number one pick for the movies, this is not counting the TV shows. My number one, I rank the top. Eternals. I have to put that at number one. Wrong. I, <laughs> no, wrong. no, that is your favorite movie? The, out of the phase four, that is my personal favorite Marvel movie. That's wrong. <laughs> no, well, that's his opinion. It it's can't my, be wrong. Well, you, you, wrong. You're going a minute. <laughs> it's, it's still wrong. You're going a minute, so I will put Eternals at number one. He loves that movie. And I, mean, and, and I, I will tell you why. I will tell I, you why. I, we, I've heard it, all, I heard it all before. Number one, I felt like Eternals Aesthetically, number one, Eternals is fucking beautiful. It's it is be- slow. It is a beautiful movie. Number two, I love the backstory. I love the fact that we got a glimpse at the Celestial. What, was that a Celestial that they was talking to in Eternals? Like yes. the yeah. Little, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the scope mm-hmm. of that. I, I love Angelina Jolie's character. The movie made me shed a tear. The little scene where he was like, when he when when the old boy went against like what he's because he's not supposed to interfere with human yeah. you know conflict when he said I can't do this anymore he's still on top of the pier I love that uh, I I don't know Eternals is a movie I watched like three times I loved it I loved it, it to me Eternals was fantastic I, I'm not gonna go into random it was it was lit. It's not. See, that's the thing. It's a, like Brandon was saying. It's a very slow burn movie. So if you go, it's a slow paced movie. If for you're sure. going in there expecting like action and boom, like bang, like Man of Steel climax, yeah, not, the buildings are being destroyed. Not, yeah, there no, are scenes not, like that. Like when they but, fight, like the but they're very like, few and far in between. But but I, it, to me, it just expands the scope of the Marvel universe. The fact that these 
these beings was on Earth way before the Avengers and all that. I can't do slow paced movies like that. I, I just, I just loved it. I, I, I don't that. know. For me, I just, to me, it didn't even feel like a Marvel movie. It felt like something a drama. It, to me, it was a very complex movie. I love Eternals. I number one for me. Number two, I'm going to go ahead and say Spider Man No Way Home. I'm going to say that's my second favorite of the Phase Four movies. Okay. Um, yep. I, I do I like that. it. Not okay. so much for like the the, the classic um, cameos. I, I didn't really care about that. That wasn't really a selling point. But I do love the fact that it was it let us see a, another side of Peter Parker. So I, I and I do like Tom Holland a lot as Peter Parker. So No Way Home. I had a great time with that. Number three, I'm going to say Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Um, number one, y'all know how I feel about WandaVision. Love that show to death. So to me, that was more of a Scarlet Witch movie. She wrecked shit up in that movie. Doctor Strange always comes, you know, correct with the visuals. I had a fun time watching it. So Doctor Strange is going to be number three. Number four, I'm going to go ahead and put Shang-Chi. Now, I was debating, I was kind of going back and forth if I wanted to put that above Doctor Strange, but Shang-Chi, to me, was a very solid movie. The only downside to that, I didn't really care for the, the last part of it, like when they went to like, the mythical land and all that. It just, I, didn't, I didn't really care for that too much. But overall, it was a fun movie to watch. Um, what we have, number four? Yeah, number four. Wait, yeah, one, two, three, yeah, four. <laughs> number four, Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, it was entertaining, but I it's not something I will watch again, to be honest with you. And then number five is obviously Black Widow. I didn't, you know, Black Widow, I just felt like that movie came out a little bit too late. They should have put that out before Infinity War, but Yeah, yeah, no. That felt more like a phase two, three movie. Know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why it took so long for them to really I think they were trying to like because that came out right when COVID happened, so I don't know what they're trying to do that. But yeah, go yeah, that that's my that's my list. So. Let me go next, Dan. What you got? Number one Spider Man. Okay, number one. All right. I would say number two is Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. Really? So yes. you enjoyed that more than Doctor Strange and everything, huh? I did. Okay. Right. Number three is Doctor Strange. Okay. Number four is Shang-Chi. Okay. Number five is Black Widows. And number six is Internal. Oh, you tripping, bro. <laughs> you tripping. Oh, man. Y'all gonna stop hating on Eternals, man. I can't. I have not finished that movie yet. Now, we tried to watch it three times. It's so good. I, I don't know if it's because I just like movies that are like very... Talking. Methodical, like to okay. me, to me, action movies are cool, but they lack a lot of substance. I feel like Eternals, out of all the movies that came, had the most substance. You know, you, mm, it has substance. I, I'll give you that. I'll give. All you right, that. this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rank all of Phase Four because I feel like I'm the only one here that's watched everything. Well, let, let, let's 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 separate the TV shows. Let's separate. Just do just do the movies now. We can talk about the TV shows. Okay. Okay. So, in terms of the movies, um, <laughs> that man thinking about it. For me, number one, Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. I think that's I think that's a that's a common pick for a lot of. Um, number two is gonna be Shang Chi. Okay. Legend of the Ten Rings. Number three is gonna be Doctor Strange. Okay. And the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Number four is gonna be Eternals. Okay. Okay. Number five is going to be Thor, Love and Thunder. Okay. And finally, for the last one, is going to be Black Widow. Okay. Okay. I can, I can, I can dig it. All right. So now let's do the shows. Um. So for me, number one, the number one. It better be WandaVision. <laughs> no, well. Show, the show, well, the show is on here too? No. No, no. I'm doing the shows. I'm doing oh. the shows. Because he's seen all of them. Okay. I've only seen. So number one for me, Moon Knight. Oh, I forgot about Moon, Moon Knight. I've number, never seen that yet. Number two is going to be Loki, right? Number three is going to be WandaVision. Damn. Number four is going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Loki over WandaVision? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna say Hawkeye. Okay. Um, Miss Marvel. Okay. And then what if? I I can see what if being last. I what like if, what if is last. I like what if. I want to see more. It's just um in the first season it was just a lot of kind of like yeah filler. Yeah. It's a lot of filler. Um, in some key episodes like I I really want to say there was like three. Or four episodes that were I felt like okay yeah this is really over the top but even like the uh, Black Panther had Star Lord that was kind of like uh that's yeah, pretty dope I so, liked some it some of those episodes I'm just like whatever but. I liked it but um okay I can dig it yeah yeah man um I think everything has good good parts in it and of course you know Black Widow is at the last because it feels more like a of an afterthought, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Black Widow is a great, like, It had spy great performances. Action movie. Yeah, I like the um, action. The action, well. though, was just okay. Ta- the villain was barely used. Um, which, uh, which one? Black Widow? Black Widow, yeah. yeah Black Widow. Um, but I did like Red Guardian, right? And yeah. I felt like there were some threads in that movie because Red Guardian talks about how he fought Captain America. And then that, oh, that almost made me feel like, okay, is there a connection to, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Because Isaiah Bradley talks about how the U.S. government used him for missions, yeah. right? So, I mean, that's almost a whole show in itself, right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That it could be like, hey, the secret Captain America, right, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, right, while Steve Rogers was frozen. Um, but, yeah, but let's get into a more in-depth view of Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Let's yes. get it. Thor um, 4. Okay, I'll start this four. Um, So, historically speaking, Thor movies, as far as a solo run, has always been kind of weak in comparison to like the Captain Americas, the, sure. the Iron Man, so on and so forth. I guess Hulk wasn't that great either, the solo movie for that. But um, so for a while, Thor, I would not consider the first two essential viewings. Unless the, first, you, the first one was decent. Unless you just really want to get backstory on Asgard and Loki and all that, sure. But the second one was terrible. But I will say Thor has redeemed this, the, the franchise yeah. with yes. Ragnarok. Yeah, I thought Ragnarok, Ragnarok especially, yeah. I would put Ragnarok in the top 10 of all Marvel movies, period. Mm. I, really, I can relate to that. I, can I really that. enjoy Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok was fantastic. Um, now, Thor, Love and Thunder, I, w- I went into this movie, I said, okay, you know, Ragnarok, they, they, they kind of found Thor's characterization. Like, I kind of liked how he was in Ragnarok. Like, it was like a combination yeah. of serious and, you know, silly. This movie, it felt like a romantic comedy. That's exactly what it with was. With a little bit of horror thrown in there. Because Christian, little, Christian Bale's character was amazing. I love that. Christian Bale was the um, best part of that movie. But I just did not like... Um, Thor's characterization here. I just thought it was very... I like... I guess for me, I don't really like dumb characters. That's why I like in Dragon Ball Z, I don't really like Goku that much. I'm more... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm more, damn, people stop listening to the show, I'm more, I'm more of a Vegeta guy. I even have Vegeta's Azaru tattooed on me. So I, I'm definitely more of a Vegeta person because he's more... I like serious characters. I like characters who take shit serious. And when I watch Thor and... Just the jokety joke. And, you know, you can say the same thing with Spider-Man No Way Home. That was one of the detractors I had about that movie. Yeah. I felt like it was just too many jokes. I'm like, okay, 
you have to have something to keep people laughing to entertain but if if it's the entire movie, movie yeah. Like, yeah and the jokes wasn't even like that funny to me they weren't because a yeah. lot of them were like gags okay so not giving nothing away but the goats bro what was up well with the, you can say about the goats because they're, they're in the marketing so. the goat, yeah the they're in the marketing hilarious. I mean the goats were hilarious but I felt like it was too I feel, I felt overdone like the, I feel like the gag wore off after like, the first couple times exactly it, no it felt like family guy where it's just like okay the gag's funny but then you just go beating it into the See, see, I'm the type of person like I don't find that type of humor funny. Like to me, for something to be legitimately funny, it it has to have a build up. Like it has to be like something like that's relatable, that's funny. But like yeah. it's like the Family Guy style like humor. humor I don't yeah. find it funny. And another like, you thing, don't want Family Guy. The, lo- oh, lo- lo- the other part I'll, that I'll I put felt on, like I'll put on Family Guy for like background noise. But I'm definitely more <laughs> of a '90s, early 2000s Simpsons look, guy. So, uh, so you're not invested in the okay. continuity of, of, of Family Guy from episode. I kind of like smart <laughs> comedy. Like I guess like the so show. You watch, you watch Bob's Burgers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I got no taste. I like uh, I like Simpsons. Do you I like, like the, Dilbert? I like The Office. I like Dilbert back in the day. Yeah, I like Big Bang shit. Theory. I like Friends. I like shit like that. So Friends, you want? Do you like Seinfeld? I like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. No, no, no. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah, uh, what's the show with Kelsey Grammer? Oh, like, Frasier. You like Frasier? That's funny too. Yeah, that's funny. Frasier is funny for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like no, they, yeah, no. But he doesn't like the raunchy, like almost like Animal House it's or almost, like it's almost Porky's like, Revenge. Yeah, like, I never seen Porky's no. Revenge or like Revenge of the Nerds. So you didn't like The Hangover? I like the first two. The first two was funny. Um, especially really, it was just one because it was the same movie. The, the second was funny, especially when he went to Bangkok and all. That was funny. That, that was, was, that was legitimate. Thir- I, no, I, that was the second one. That was the second one. Was, second, they went to Bangkok and the third one, they were back in Vegas? Yeah. I, didn't, yeah, I heard yeah, the third one wasn't that great. It wasn't. The first one was amazing. Oh, the other gag. So there was a gag where, um, of course, no spoilers, but basically, Thor has like a whole thing with Stormbreaker and Miles. Yeah, Thor. and see, and then and, see stuff and that like was that. Forced too. That was I just, funny. I don't find stuff like that funny. Like, I, I feel like there is an intelligent way to do comedy that will appeal to you know. I find that funny. I feel I like, like if you're gonna do gags, though, gags are funny the first time. Look, look. Okay, it's kind of like if every episode, like somebody got pranked with like a whoopee cushion or some bull crap. It's just like, okay, bro, how many times are, are, are you? The only the Marvel joke? movie that I will say is funny all the way through. Guardians of, the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's For like sure. an example of how to do comedy correctly. Like the Thor stuff just felt so. It, it was immature comedy. Like I was like, okay, if I was like 12, 13 watching, yeah, this, sure. But like sure. as an adult, that's almost thirty. Like I in just fact, don't, I feel like the comedy hurt um, the gore character. It definitely right? did because they kept see, and it's like what bothered me was they kept building up gore to be like, yes. oh my god, bro. He coming, bro. Like kind of like Omar from the wire. Like, bro, he coming, bro. Yeah, he was we gotta coming. do something, bro. And look, even Zeus was like, Please, shh, 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 do not cause a panic. And it's just like, <laughs> but we needed more scenes showing gore, doing work. jacking people up. Like, look, not showing yeah, the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Necro sorting people up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we didn't get that. And it's such a horrible thing to me because Christian Bale yeah. gave such a like, great performance where I felt like he was in a different movie than half the characters. Yes, but yeah, they can show him killing more gods. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a missed opportunity. Killing more gods. But then the interaction between him and Thor, like, Thor's not taking him seriously. It, like, Thor's like the, telling him. Are you like, talking about the first interaction? Yeah, I mean, from this first interaction, the second one, especially to look like he's like, okay, do I need to kill people for you to take me seriously? Because he's like, oh yeah, well, well, when you get a dentist, and it's like, I, well, I feel like that's what Desmond is talking about. It was too much humor, I don't and it's like this part. is a dude who is killing guys. Like this is like somebody that you need to be taken seriously. This isn't like somebody like the Dark Elves, right? right? This Trash. isn't like, um, 
even like in uh, Thor three, I felt like the villains weren't that very. Oh no, Thor, you talking about powerful. Ragnarok, right? Yeah, up in Ragnarok. No, no, no. I loved uh, what was her name? Um, Hella. Hella. Yeah, Hella. Yeah, yeah. Hella. Yeah. But yeah. but again, too though, like Hella was kind of overshadowed like a little bit because like, well, they she had grabbed like, that hammer and like crushed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and she crushed it. Yeah, right. that was great. But again, too, I feel like the same thing happened with Kate, Kate Blanchett's performance where she was kind of like overshadowed. Like when Thor went to that uh, gladiator planet. And like you had that the Grandmaster. This is all the same. I forget. Well, this is all the same move. That movie's long. It's a long now, movie. Now, now I'm thinking yeah. about it. Tell me, uh, he goes to the he goes to the planet. The yeah. this, the the garbage planet, planet. Then he goes back and fights Hella. That's a long movie. Ass movie. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I didn't comprehend yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. you just said it again? Like this is a long movie. I, I, yeah, Thor. I, I, I also I also felt like watching Love and Thunder. Now that I think about it, I felt it, like it they crammed two movies into one. Yeah, it, because no, I felt like the, the stuff genre, with Jane Foster, yeah. which this is not a spoiler. This is in the trailer. Jane yeah. Jane Foster is the mighty Thor. That should have been its own thing. They could. They're because I feel like they kind of rushed it. Her, her own movie, or yeah, her own movie. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, but how would you introduce that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the same way. I mean, it was a good lead up. Like, really, they should have had it where like Jane does the thing with with Maljinor at the end of this movie, and in the next movie, it would have been like yeah. What I was also disappointed in was in the early marketing of Love and Thunder. Uh, they showed a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm thinking yeah, it's going to be more of a... Yeah, but it went nowhere. Yeah, I was thinking it's going to be more of a collaborative movie. I'm like, oh, okay. It's going to still show So Thor. is he going to be in the next Guardians of the I don't movie? think so. No, he's not going... I mean, that's what they basically said in the next one, which is funny because in the comics, there was a arc in Guardians of the Galaxy where it was called As Guardians... Oh, my God. As Guardians. As Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Where, like, it was a lot more... Um, Asgard focused characters yeah. in the Guardians, right? So I thought that's what they were going with the whole Thor thing being in the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And instead, they kind of like I feel like they kind of didn't over they overlooked like that one plot point where um Star Lord is looking for Gamora, even though we know she's gone, right? Yes, you know what I'm saying. So like they like I feel like they didn't even really leave a good setup for. Where they're going, they're just like, okay, look, he's with them. They're kind of sick of him. They got an SOS and live. Yeah, they were kind of sick. Telling Star Lord was sick. I don't know about the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they said uh, this is the last Guardian Galaxy with all them characters. And yeah. I, I think they're going to keep making them well. No, they're going to keep making Guardians because it's basically an Avengers type. Right, group. because uh, Groot is getting a show on Disney Plus too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to continue on with Guardians. It's just going to a lot of different characters. Also, too, I think we should mention how. Um, Marvel is moving away from these really big contracts with actors, and now they're doing more like smaller scale. They want pay contracts. People. It's not that they don't want to pay people. I think like they had issues. I mean, even with Natalie Portman, look like I mean, it was very well publicized that Natalie Portman had an issue with Marvel Disney as far as her contract goes and stuff like that. Because you have to and, remember, Natalie Portman was also in Star Wars. Of course, yeah, Disney yeah. property. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's why she didn't put. Her, uh, that's why she stopped appearing in movies. Well, she didn't appear in Thor 3, like, again, because it was some be, uh, behind-the-scenes conflicts between uh, some contract no uh, like negotiations, right? It sounds like um, And another thing, too, like, how Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, like, like you know, another thing, too, is not that they don't want to pay people, but, like, these people have to basically give up 10 years' worth of their lives for these big movies, right? Because these movies, they're plotted out for so long, Right. So, like, for instance, look, like, think of, um, about the brother who's playing Blade now, Mashallah Ali. He's already in his 50s. So he's in his 50s? He's in his 50s, bro. So, like, think he about it. He's going to be playing high. Blade for how many movies? Like, think he's going to last two, three movies? 
don't know. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think, like, even Oscar Isaac said that, hey, Marvel just contracted me for this one season. So by the, so if they ask for a second season or whatever they do, they have to go back to the uh, negotiation table and renegotiate a new contract. I mean, I think that's a It's, a, it's not about do. money. Yeah. And, um, another thing, too, though, I feel like they're not really doing stunt casting, which I kind of like, which, um, like, when I thought about, like, Clea in Doctor Strange 2 mm-hmm. with Charlie Theron, like, oh, okay, she's a big name, but I'm not, like, wild. Um, there's another, like, actor who plays a major character that I'm not going to say who it is, but he's, like, he's not a big A-lister. He's kind of like a B-list actor, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, okay, that's interesting casting choice to me because people were talking about, like, Tom Cruise has a Iron Man variant, which I've I couldn't really that. see Tom Cruise doing that. He was supposed to play the original Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to. Also, too, at one point they were saying that The Rock was talking about being in the MCU. Who was he playing? He probably has to pay. Well, play no, Billy. no. Well, they never said what character that he was going to play. But I mean, it's probably going to be some big. He could like, be, no, I think Ares. I think I think it was supposed to be like Ares or somebody like. Or that. Luke Cage, somewhere like that. Or Luke Cage. Yeah. They need to bring back Luke Cage. That dude was a good actor. No, they are though. See, um, so I don't know if y'all heard. So there's a new show called Echo, which is a yeah. spinoff of Hawkeye. Yep. And they're going to bring back Daredevil. And Kristen Ritter is coming back to yeah, play just the. Remember, Jones. Daredevil was in uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Too. Yeah, yes, as was. well. Oh, Kingpin was in Hawkeye. Yeah. So they're already building. Back the uh, Netflix um, MCU. Hey, those shows got ported to, from Netflix to uh, Disney, Disney Plus, Plus so. which is which I thought was weird because of the content. Yes. Well, they they give you like a content warning when you start the show, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Um, I think overall, my thoughts on Love and Thunder. Um, it's a, it's a fun movie. I will say the time did go by fast watching it. So I will say it is in yeah, the But really good. it's just uh, as far as Thor movies go, I still say Ragnarok is like the top top Thor movie to date. Love and Thunder. Still, was, yeah. Uh, I, I would say if I don't know if I would pay full price seeing it again, but if you can catch it, if I catch it on Disney Plus, yeah, I watch. I yeah, like it. I, I, watch I mean, it I'm pretty again. sure people listening to this, you probably already seen it or going to go see it, but it's just it's if you're going and expecting like super like high, like oh my god, like no super action. Don't expect yeah, like don't a expect big Guardians of, of the Galaxy. It's an okay movie. It's okay. It's definitely not one of Marvel's strongest, but it's an okay movie. Ain't okay. Worse. Well, moving on. Um, yeah, that was a long... You know, we've talking about Marvel for a while. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to uh, something a little... Pol- we're going to go to the political spectrum. Okay. Um, have y'all heard about Tierra Mack, the New York senator, twerking? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And the, the, the controversy around that. Now, a yes. lot of people have mixed thoughts on this, and I'm pretty sure some of our audience members... Our listeners are going to have mixed thoughts about this, but what do you guys think about her twerking, and is the backlash warranted? Now, I yes. have my own opinion about that, but I will save it to when after you guys are done. Well, I feel like she was twerking that, th- that thing for votes. That's what I feel twerking like. Twerking on a handstand, you know? Nah, I feel like the center, you had to tell them that kind of with a certain uh, uh, prestige. Yes. You should be out there twerking. You could be twerking when you get out of office, not I, while you during office, because we pay you a lot of money. But at the same time, though... You have to have a lot. Let's, no, okay, don't, look, don't, let's don't, look at the reality of politics here in the U.S., we'll, where you have a senator who was yeah. tapping on a man's foot to huh? have sex with him in the bathroom. Like, Sorry. we have to stop this bullshit, bro. The, look, the politicians here are pieces of crap. On their wife, I'm not gonna messing say that with minors. I'm not gonna say no, that about no, Tierra, no, no. Tierra to be because I don't I don't know her. I don't live in no, New but York. I don't so disagree. I don't, I don't disagree. With I you feel that. like what she did was extremely mild or even insignificant compared to the real scandal. I don't, think, it, I, I don't, scandals. I don't so, think it's appropriate though. From a, you have, I don't it, think it's appropriate. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't so now, if we gonna talk, 
if she want to do all that, we should lower all the senator salaries then. They want to be regular people. <laughs> act like regular people. We should lower the salaries. But they are regular people. Look, like no, you got to no, do no. cheating on their wives she, and no, she can, uh, pay the messaging oh, little uh, minors on the internet. She I mean, making, she makes over six k, uh, over a hundred thousand. Be out there twerking. Look, as a senator, you represent people. You you considered don't want to see you twerking. Okay, hold on. Let me ask y'all this very important question. If it was AOC out there twerking that little thing. Would you have the same opinion about yes. it? Yes. Yes. That would not change. And that was the angle I'm going to get into, but I'll, I'll let you It doesn't change who it is. As a senator, you have a certain person, you should be out there twerking. You can do that when you get out of office. But how do, how do you feel like this? You twerking for a vote? That how you can sit in your car? You going to vote for me? I'm twerking my ass? Can't do that. I look at it more so from an imagery or from an image perspective because you have to think about it. She is a black woman in a political space. So you already have that mark against you already. You know, not not to bring race into it, but we have to, because this 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 is deeper than just her twerking on camera on a handstand. When you look at how black women are portrayed in the media already to the masses, right? This is not like she twerked and only people who are African American can see this video and just, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think a lot of times we forget the the way that black women are already portrayed in the media, whether it's love and hip hop, whether it's, you know, any reality show that kind of fits that mold, you know, the, the fighting and the cursing and look how we're portrayed in the music industry. Your Megan Thee Stallions, your Lottos, your, your Lizzo's. But I will also say this, look, we have to stop playing the respectability politics, man, because the reason why those images are out there is because people want to see those images. Just the truth. If overnight all women on Instagram started wearing none, Outfits started being super conservative. Guess what? Instagram's population would would drop. We all know that. But here, damn near a hundred people. But I'm gonna agree with Brandon. You're in but, a, you're in a position of prestige and power. You there is certain there are certain protocols that come with that responsibility. Again, you're not gonna see AOC, Nancy Pelosi. You're you're not gonna see them with this type of behavior. So when you have to look at who is prominent in the political space, which are usually, you know, white men, white women, they're going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, we, we, you know, we already had this perception of black women, but this just confirms it because it's in our space now. But, so I look at it from more so the lingering effect of the perception that this will bring upon future black women that we may want to get in politics. Like, we already have an image issue amongst the African-American community at, on a wide scale, and this doesn't this doesn't help. It doesn't help. But David, I don't co-sign it. But David, David if you, okay, hold on, hold on, okay, David, how about David, this? If you were president, David, hold up, David, David. But what you said, if the, all the women we got came conservative, that they would help brothers out so much they could have to focus on shit now. <laughs> they said not gonna focus. Look, 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 look. No, 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 no. They, you know what would happen? No, no, they ain't, they ain't seen ass on Instagram. No, they gonna be able to exactly. focus, David. No, no, they're they not gonna be, be able they, to they, focus. They, they because because society, David. They're gonna be like, where the ass at? And they're gonna go straight to Onyx. No, straight to they, they go to Plus your No, not necessarily. They, they'll just they'll, they'll just they'll, get that stimulation. No, 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 no. They'll be out here. They'll be out here walking the streets. Only fans. No, they'll be out here walking the streets, getting exercise, trying to look for the woman. Come on, David. Bro, they'll be out here the streets. The people who look for that. Are looking for that and almost like you're thinking about it like almost an addiction, my brother. That's why OnlyFans have millions of subscribers. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just, I, I just don't. don't it like... is, a, is it addiction to pay for OnlyFans? I think you lose if you pay for that. Brandon, if you were, if you were president of the United States, are you telling me that you're still not going out to the bars and hitting up the spots and meeting up women? But this is no, but, 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 no, but, 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 no. I'm but, coming to. I'm, I'm bringing hoes to the White House. <laughs> saying, oh, see, but that's a problem. No, you yes. bring a hoes to the White House. You're not gonna see them. They have. Wait. They have tunnels and stuff. You can't see them leave. 
You can come in from the back door and come in. I get the angle that David is coming from. He's saying, well, what is wrong with her twerking when we have politicians who are doing, you know... God knows what. Well. They, they get shamed, too. They do. They get shamed, too. But... I think it's more of a perception thing. You're asking for votes. You're asking people to take you seriously but when you're doing something that's not appropriate in the political space. And you're a black woman. Like You can't be twerking out there. You, you, you can't, can't do that. You can't. We already have an image issue already within the African-American community when it comes to mainstream media. And this just adds on to it. It's, it's so funny how people complain about stereotypes, but we praise the very thing that creates the stereotype to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Turn. So... That's like that's like a woman on uh, Instagram uh, dressing sexy. I'm not I'm not staying on cold for this. Like, turn on, turn on, hold on. Like a woman dressing sexy on Instagram, and you expect them to take serious. You expect they expect you to take them serious. If you, you dress on Instagram, if you are praising this this politician twerking in I the think, same breath, look, you're you're complaining about the stereotypes that's that that are being put out there. Oh, they stereotype us. We're all not like that. But you turn around and praise something like this. Out, you don't see other people, other races doing it. Then why are we I doing think, it? I think one thing people can take away is like just watch what you post online because no matter what you look, if you put something out publicly for people to see, it's just gonna be a fucking you know. Tell me, she shouldn't have did it in the first place. It was, she it was should a, know better. It's, a, it's in poor taste. I, I I don't... This whole... I get it. Twerking is fun. People do it in clubs. People... There's... I feel like there's a time and place. And that was not the appropriate Tom, time or you, place to do that. Tom, did you see that uh, the shit in New York uh, with them girls... Uh, the girls that tore up the restaurant? Mm-mm, I didn't see that. Basically, basically uh, the man asked them to pay for uh, $125 for extra sauce. They ripped, a, they ripped the restaurant up and tore it up. Were they black? Please say no. They were. Oh, Jesus Christ. They were black. <laughs> oh they were black, black from Brooklyn. They told the restaurant They told the restaurant up because they want to pay $125 for sauce. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, but, you, just can't do, you just can't be doing shit. But I just feel like... We got an image problem. As a, we, we do. We really do. And what's crazy is we have our own people, African Americans in the United, who praise this type of shit. They, they don't want stereotypes to exist. But yeah, we'll praise the Megan. See, the futures and the future. We'll praise. Guys. We'll praise the very problematic. I like music, but but I ain't trying to be like that, man. We will like, praise the most problematic shit and then complain about other people viewing us in a certain type of way. Like that to me, if you want the narrative to change widespread, we have to stop supporting shit like this. Like we have to like start holding people accountable. Like, look, ma, I understand you having fun and all that, but you have to understand like this, other people can see this. That what you're doing could possibly affect. The prospects of millions of a black woman who may want to get in politics. Now. It's not even that. Like, so, no, it ain't that. Black people are just not on our business. We're not on our grime. That's our problem. We don't. We cherish. We cherish having fun too much. It's not being on our. It's grime. promoted. It's promoted. I mean, it's going to clubs. Uh, uh, it is nothing. Wow. It's nothing wrong with that. Don't get it twisted. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with having fun. I'm all about it. Life is all about balance. If you want to have fun, great. But just understand that if you do this on a public forum or you do this in a place that's not necessarily appropriate to do this in, but there's protocol. Um, you will. I mean, pe- people will judge you when you when you when you're watching Love and Hip Hop. When you're watching all these ratchet ass TV shows that promote black women in negative light, you have to understand that the people who are putting up the budget for these shows, they don't look like you. They don't. If you if you ask the average black woman or black man, hey, brother, sister, who who's the parent company of VH1? T- T- Viacom. Bro- Do you know what the board of directors of Viacom look like? White. Nothing. Jewish brother, and white. Another brother and sister read books. Stop watching TV some more. We need to read some more books. 
I mean, I mean, get your education. You don't have it. Don't have to necessarily be in the form of a book. You can watch. You know, I know. I said read, on, read Listen to an audio book. Yeah, you can do. You, there's a lot of ways you can expand your knowledge. But again, what Brandon, I think what Brandon's trying to get at is like, expand your palate. Life is not all about entertainment. You it know, not. as somebody who's pursuing a career in the entertainment industry, I can understand how we can be perceived, and I and it's a shame that. We're not going to stay on a tangent about this, but y'all get what we're saying. I, I don't agree with her twerking for this campaign. Like I know some people do. Some people, they, oh, my God, you know, ah, yes, chick. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't co-sign that, but whatever. All right, moving on to the next topic. Y'all saw what I posted in the group chat earlier today. Women cheat more than men, but they don't have remorse about it. Do you guys think that's true? Yes. I don't think that's true. I, okay, I think we kind of talked about generalization a little bit previously. I think with these, again, you have to understand content is to get people to engage with a particular brand, website, etc. So we, so you have to understand, like, it's a lot of generalization. We have to look at the reasons why people cheat. So the biggest people, the biggest reasons why people cheat is accessibility. Is like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, accessibility, but also too, you have to look at it. So people cheat because they feel like they're missing something in a relationship, right? Yes. So. And to me, there's never a justification because That's you can not. always just leave unless you're in some kind of crazy, abusive type of relationship, whatever. You're there for financial reasons. But another thing, too, okay, to me, the best form of prevention is security. Before you even get with somebody, that's why when you're dating somebody, when you're going out on dates out there, everybody, qualify the person that you're dating, yeah. that you're spending time with, that you're hanging out with, that you're busting it wide open for, that you're pulling your dick out for. Yeah. Don't just be doing whatever with anybody and then getting mad that child support's a thing now. Hey, because look, Roe v. Wade, like, you know, like that got struck down. So guess what Guess what that means, brothers? Look, the next woman you have sex with, that could be your baby's mother. And then shit that nobody can do about it. Stop look, going even, in raw. Shit, even Plan B, look, like people have been saying, hey man, I went to go buy Plan B, bro. There's... Bro, bro, they ain't selling them, bro. That, that really into, that's really real? That's really real, bro. I didn't know that. I've so, heard stories about it, but I know it was real. I've always been a um, a promoter of safe sex. So mm -hmm. unless you, unless you're, the, the woman you're laying down with, unless you really want to procreate with that woman and that's your wife, you know, by all means, go in raw. Make sure you both are tested. I, I never understood the mind state of people having casual sex and just refuse to... To be safe. Have like, any Jesus. sort of protection. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't get that. And, that's and like I, and leaving I, and your house without a gun. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah. I can only speak for the black community because that's the community that I'm in, you know? Um, I've heard guys in the barbershop. I hear guys in the gym. I hear even women, they will... They will let a let a brother go raw, which is they wild they will make joke. I don't even think they're joking. They will say shit about not. They will be proud about not wearing condoms. Oh, I don't wear a condom. I like go raw. I'm like, do, yeah, do, do you them. know this? Like, I know y'all not getting tested like that. So y'all not y'all didn't even want to get tested for COVID. Like they're like <laughs> tested. What's that? But I kind of want to touch a little bit more about five core reasons why people cheat. I can I, so so I kind of already shared this with y'all, but I'm gonna say this out loud. To manifest out there I'll let you know If I agree or not Let's go Number one <laughs> Lack of communication Yes Number two Financial pressures Yes mm. Number three Is a very big one Low compactability Whether it's sexual Emotional Physical What have yep. you Okay Number four An emotional Physical disconnect Yeah And five yep. Lack of respect yep. I think You know honestly all I, think, hate all the money. I think 2022 and, and, and granted I know people Oh what was going on In the 70s Yeah it was okay. Cheating's always been going on But I think Today I think today, um, 
again, it goes back to media, what's being promoted. Social I think, media, I yeah. think hypersexuality or no, hypersexualization is... No, I don't think that. I, think, I feel like people feel like they have more options than what they really Well, no, no, I'm, I'm going to get to that. But I think hypersexualization is not being praised amongst men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, if you hear, I like, agree with if, this, you, if, you, if you hear the songs that are out here, you know, Throat Baby. Um, Wet Ass Pussy. WAP. Um, all that. It promotes promiscuity and it promotes hypersexualization. So when you hear these songs, and I believe that media is programming, you know, whether it's music, videos, um, TV, movies, whatever the case whatever is. Whatever content you're absorbing, basically. So I think that when these songs come out and people are listening to this in mass, I think it programs people to not view sex as a sacred thing. So I think that also kind of plays I the think, casual sex No, market. I think you have a very good point because I was listening to an old school <laughs> song, Uchi Wally. By Nas, yeah. By Nas Uchi, well, and the bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And when I was bro. listening to this, you know, it's funny because um, I had looked up an article where they talked about the homoeroticism of rap music. And that that was a song that was put out as one of the examples. Yeah. But but really, the song is about, like, these guys who are like, hey, you know, you're married, whatever. <laughs> look, you off the streets, whatever. Look, we look, we fucking. Then I'm going to pass it to my boy. Then my boy's going to pass it to this boy. Right. I mean, like, even look, like we tip, all going to be smashing. Like, tip drills from that era, too. So, tip, like, tip drills from, from the era amazing. as well. Yeah, so um, I think that has a lot. But also, I think, like, with... The 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 ultra casualization. I use all these word, big words now. Oh shit! <laughs> the, <laughs> the the casual nature of sex today. I think that it has had an adverse effect. I think that now people, particularly women, I don't think I don't think with guys it affects them the same way. Not saying that it doesn't have an effect, but I think with women in particular, I think when you're stretching yourself that thin when you're going from guy to guy to guy to guy to guy, you know, doing your thing, oh, hot girl summer, I'm a bad bitch, you know, I'm single, I can hot do what I want. Da, 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 da. I think it makes it a lot harder for you to pair with somebody that's actually a good match for you. So you since you're always looking for that 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 next hit or that next high, it makes it hard for you to commit to one person, you know? So I think that with casual sex being such a regular thing now, I think infidelity as as casual sex becomes more of the norm, so does infidelity. So I think in the next ten years, you know, call me whatever. I don't think monogamy is going to be preferred. I think a lot- well, I don't think monogamy was ever preferred because a lot of people make the argument that monogamy is not natural. biologically natural. It's not. I, I feel think, like I it's a cultural it thing. I think it is. But I think another thing too, you have to think about it too. Like you can't always just okay. Look, you have to look at the purpose of sex, right? So yes. the purpose is to procreate. Mm-hmm. No, yes. look. No matter when nobody look. I know some brothers right there. Let's. What the hell did he say? <laughs> Turn that podcast off. <laughs> this, he don't know. I need to call up the show and let this brother know the truth. Yeah. But a lot of brothers would say that sex is for pleasure, right? Now, it's it's look, not. we try to adopt it that way. Yeah. But sex, at the end of the day, is about procreation. Look, did y'all know? I've been reading some articles that said, for one, condoms are starting to become less effective over time. Really. And other methods of a uh, contraception, right? What like, do you mean come let's affect it? Well, because you have to look at it almost too, right? So look, an IUD, right? So um think about it. Whenever you have a foreign object in your body, your your whole body is fighting that foreign object. Absolutely. Yes. Right. And it's breaking sense. it down. Yes. Right. So they're starting to see a uh failure rate in IUDs. They're starting to see a lot of these methods. Like, look, like, okay, it's kinda like Jurassic Park. Life will find a way. Right. Yes. So to me, if someone is so dedicated, hey bro, I ain't gonna have no kids, get a vasectomy, brothers. Brothers. Mm. Get the vasectomy. Stop playing. You are, especially you, look like your brothers that already got three or four kids. It's okay, bro. 
you're look like the woman that you're gonna end up with. She not gonna care because so she already got some do, kids. Do you want more children? I think I'm. For, I, for, I think I'm about to get that vasectomy, bro. You think so? I think so. Okay. Yeah, but I think I'm down with it. I, I think I'm eventually gonna get one because I, I don't see myself having children. I really don't. How about you, Brandon? Vasectomy? Bro, yeah. No, Brandon won't get Brandon, Brandon won't kids. Oh, oh like want a gang of kids? Hell no, I want no gang. Of kids. <laughs> I think you, you, I think you like want one or two, right? I don't want no. The max is three. The max I, I is three. See, I don't want children. I, I never. The lifestyle that I see myself living, I just don't think having kids. I think yeah. having kids. So, would like, you're like what down. they call like childless. Like, uh, you can be a player. Yeah. A no, it's not. It's, it's so not like you're like child free. Like, it's just not being a player. I just like. In the industry that I want to get into, I, I know for a fact it's going to require a lot of travel. I'm going to have to move a lot. So for me, having children, so do you it, want you don't want to get married? That. You know, getting married—that's a different story. I, I think when I was younger, marriage to me was just like why. But I think I would be okay with a partnership. Like I don't necessarily have to walk down the aisle and we have to merge our taxes and credit score. I, I don't. I don't care to do that necessarily, but. I would be okay with a partner more so for the support aspect of it, you know? Um, as far as, like, traditional marriage where we walk down the aisle and, you know, we wear the suit and the tux and Brandon and Davis, the best men, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. But um, I would, I'll be okay with a partnership, like a legit somebody I can build with and we can build wealth together, sure, but I don't, I don't want children. So Now, if I wanted kids, I think marriage would be beneficial for the children, but I don't, since I'm not don't want children. I don't I don't see myself. The benefit of getting married for me is just not there. So so the, so the long last name dies with you? I mean, I have I have cousins and relatives who have kids, so the, the name ain't gonna die, but <laughs> as far as like me, I don't think I'm gonna I don't He's like there's so. no house of Desmond. No, and when you look at the world that we live in, like honest honest to God, I would not want to bring a child to this world right now. Like the, the world is so un there's so many uncertainties and how fucked up the mm -mm, it's okay. Word, I, I see that. I also think too, touching up on this topic, um, I feel like there is like hookup culture has created a crisis. That's what I said. Casual for sex, men. yeah. Like, uh, no, no, no. For men, it's great like, because yeah, well, I said for it, like, it really benefits men. It doesn't benefit it really women. I, I was telling, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was saying the put. Well, let me let me censor myself. The do I know this person? <laughs> nah, no, no, no. The vagina stock. Is at an all time low. Bye, 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 bye. Because right now, I'm, I'm gonna be straight up. There are women, especially these major metro cities, they will sleep with you the very day they'll meet. Like, I've been in situations where I've met a woman the same day and slept with her. Like, yeah. getting, getting sex today it's is easy. easier than it's ever been. You don't even have to, like, it was at one point where women wouldn't even consider you a sexual partner unless you hit a certain threshold. Today, you could like... You mean taking women on dates? You ain't got to do that no more. Like, Yeah, that is true. You could just get on Tinder and be like, oh, you know, you want to hook up? Yeah. If you, okay. if you look good enough, you got enough going for you, they'll give it up. I mean, I just feel nah, like... No, brother, nah, brother got that proof. I just feel like... And, and I think what it, what it really messes up is women who legitimately want to have a situation or legitimately want to have a um, relationship. It oh, messes yeah. it up because it's like, yo, why am I going to wait and court you when all I want to do is have sex with an old girl across the street. I can no, just tell, like, hit her up right tell, now. And like, tell, 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 let, me, let me ask y'all this. Someone, somebody mentioned this to me. I'm not going to say their name. I'm not going to mention who it was. They said they make, they make a man wait 90 days. Mm -mm. I, I'm in back of my house. I said, man, that's, that's the most craziest thing that, ever that, in my that's life. Not, that's I haven't even met a woman that said that. In a, I met somebody who said it. She was serious. That's I, not, that's not going to work. I looked at her like, oh. That's not gonna work. But, but another thing too, I mean, it can work for some people because again, too, 
Well, here's the thing. If it you depends make, on if, what your goals are. If you're making him wait 90 days, you will you would just have to assume he is fucking somebody else. There, oh, yeah. yeah you're going to have to. And I, and I assume that about women. When I meet a woman, I already know you. For, like, I already know you got somebody that you fucking on right now. Like, always, I already yeah. know. They always so, got a backup plan. And that, and that kind of messes me. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do all this. If, we, if I just want to, you know... This is going to sound so crazy, but if I just want to smash, I'm not doing all this because I can almost promise you, you already have a guy who doesn't even have to do half the shit and you letting him smash for free. I'm not, I'm not, what? no, no, I'm not doing it. That is why modern dating is bad. Come on, that's why Sims get played. This is, this, is, this is the shit that we have to live through. All you cats who came up in the 60s and 70s and 80s, you wouldn't be able to survive today's dating prospect. No, they don't have too much pussy. The guys would, but I think I think for I think long I think we're going to see the effects of this. A woman's gonna be losing. Women gonna be losing then. I think when we hit about forty, when we hit our forties, we're gonna see the lasting of, effects of this. Tell, we, 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 tell, we see now a lot of single mothers. Well, not not just the single mother thing, but I just think a lot of women when they get to a certain point where they are ready to settle down, they're it's too late. They, they, they stretch themselves too thin. But, and I don't want to sound monog- I'm misogynist for all you ladies listening out here, but. We're me. just giving the males. Pers- I wish Jazzy was here. She can, she kind of break this down too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jazz. Um, I just feel like after a while, I think the whole casual sex it affects women not only physically but also affects them psychologically as well. So, yeah. so somebody said to me, intimacy without a feeling of security is trauma. Yeah, I can see that. And I feel like I feel like that's true, man. I feel like when like, we what- reduce sex. To just a casual thing, we're doing ourselves a disservice. We are. And then we're also affecting ourselves psychologically. Yes. Because now we're substituting sex for all these proxies, right? And now we have pornography, VR yeah, porn, porn. VR yeah. porn's a thing. Uh, prostitution is at an all-time high now. OnlyFans. Um, like, OnlyFans, look, it's at an all-time high now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's funny. Somebody was... Uh, Let's just put it like this. Sex is no longer a relationship incentive. Because yeah. You, at this point, sex oh, is yeah. so accessible. Like you could not come to me. Be, back in the day, guys would like in the '90s and '80s, guys would get in a whole ass relationship just for the opportunity to have sex with somebody. Today, them, you them, can skip all that. Them, them, them brothers <laughs> on child support now for all of that. <laughs> you can skip that now. Now you just be like, yo, if you be, I've had women tell me straight up, like, yo, Des, I appreciate you being so honest with me about what you wanted. And that's why I'm going to, I'm like, all right, <laughs> shit. I, I thought that was going to be a deterrent, but I guess not. No, Let's go. Because they, they usually want the same thing. Yeah. Which is a funny, this was a And I'm all about thing. women, you know, having sexual liberation. I'm, I'm all about that. You do your thing. But just, I just, and for guys too, it's not just for women, just understand the long term effects. Of the whole casual sex. So it doesn't affect men as much as it does women. Yeah, I think it affects men and women in different ways. Like a man can have sex ways. and keep going on and ain't gonna That's think true. about shit. That's true. A woman, mm, no, no, no woman wants to have sex with random people. We we'll have to, in, we we'll have to. I think, I think we kind of have to look at some things, right? I feel like what you feel a lot of people man? are seeking healing through, through, like through sex, right? And then what happens is now you're undergoing these very risky sexual practices, right? Um, you know, and it's almost like you have to look at these things have has acts of self harm. So anything in excess, porn, BDSM, mm-hmm. or what, just what's, what's BDSM? <laughs> Google it. Google it, bro. <laughs> I just it. said on the podcast. Uh, but... We don't want to say it is on yeah. the podcast, but basically, like you know, and even the media it pushes. I mean, as Desmond said, it yeah. pushes hypersexuality. It does. 
And it's really putting the, these things down our throat. And it's like, it's really um, causing us to have this, like this kind of like response of, okay, well, let me just go into it more because you're seeking validation. Oh. You're seeking <laughs> like, you know, this intimacy <laughs> that really is unfulfilled at the end of the day. I did not know this what that was. But, um, and my question is like, does it ever get old? Like, I feel like I've I think for well, because I think it depends on every person's individual uh, relationship to sex, right? I think so. For me, per- for me personally, I feel like once oh. I, once I hit my once th- this year and the years, I don't put a high priority on sex anymore. I feel like I've hit. I feel like I've gotten to the point now where I had enough of it to where like I'm I'm good. Like at this point, if I meet a woman, my first instinct is like, yo, I'm gonna fuck. Like I I've, feel like been, I'm at I've this point there, where. I want to, to me, I like sex. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try to be like, oh. We're, we're men. Down. We have But to me, yeah. when I foster a connection with somebody. This makes it even better. Sex Absolutely. is better. Absolutely. The connection is better. Because what happens is, I know a lot of dudes are like doing this shit where like you go, either you go to their house. Because people aren't even going to hotels no more. Like people are damn near going to this person's house, that person's house, having sex. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm out. And then you're kind of like. Okay, and then it's just like the more you do it, the more you feel unfulfilled, the more you're like, "What yep. am I doing?" Yep, right. Because, but the thing is, too, we have to look at the way men view sex versus the way women view sex, right? So, men don't men like the way they express themselves is through sex a lot, right? Like sometimes they can't verbalize other things, a higher emotional plane. And this is something that we touched on in the previous podcast. That's yeah. this is why it is so important to find some sort of creative outlet or some sort of exactly. outlet for you to get that because for us we I think the reason why I'm not so hell bent on sex anymore because we have the podcast. Yeah, have my, because you know, yeah, I have because my solo stuff. I have the gym. I have this. I have that. You have so, stuff because sometimes you're just doing it. Like, man, I'm, look, I'm when I look at some of these like crazy like YouTube videos, like a dude was talking about how he had jacked off like 50 times in a day. And I'm just like, that's, bro, that's not enough. That's crazy. That's too much. That's like, what did you do? (laughs) That's kind of like when a brother tells me that they play games 60 hours a week, and I'm just like, how? Well, see, see, and I tell people, like, if you're playing video games like that, you know, at least try to monetize it. Like, I play a lot of video games too. Yes. I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Twitch it. You know what I'm saying? Or make a review out of it. Like, don't just be a consumer. If you're, I always encourage people, like, if you're, whatever you're a consumer of, try to be a producer of that. Like, say, if you're, if you're, if you're a female, let's just say you love makeup and shit like that. Well, uh, why don't you make a makeup review channel? Yeah. You know, be a consultant. Try to monetize your hobbies. And that's what I did with video games. I feel like when I was playing video games, it was such a waste of time. Like, you know what? I can actually. I like playing video games. I do too. I like playing video games. Have y'all played play uh, Return to Shredder? Me and my boy's been playing yeah. that. Yeah. No, I haven't played it yet. I, I did a review on my YouTube channel. You got it? Yeah. I'll watch that time we play. Yeah, I, I have it on Xbox, but I think it's cross-play compatible, so. Yeah. All right, I'll watch that time um, we play. I think... You got an Xbox? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Xbox I think one. video games have changed, like, from the time when I was younger. Yeah. Right? But another thing, too, when you're younger, you have all this free time. When you get older, when you have a family, when you have a career, video games become this thing that... It's like a nice little hobby, yeah. but it's also such a time waster, yeah. right? Where it's just like, look, okay, look, like, like now I'm at the point I have to sacrifice things for what I want to do. So, yep. so for instance, so so all those Marvel, uh, all of Phase Four, there were literally times I'm like, okay, I could play this game or I can watch an hour of Miss Marvel or Moon Knight that's, or that's part of like being that. an adult. Just that's sucks. a part of being an adult, right? And it's just like I think. We have to learn to channel all this energy because that's what a lot of sex is. It's just kind of like this pent-up energy mm-hmm. and you're using sex as a conduit to like release it. 
when really you could be doing something more productive has like Desmond touched on. Yeah. But with that said, man, I mean, I think we have to kind of like go deeper. Always go go deeper. Not going balls deep into somebody. Hmm. What I'm saying is, you know, let's say like you already had, let's say you already had sex this week, right? Yeah. Next time you want to do something, do something different, right? Pick something else, right? Take them to museums. Yeah. Or, or, you know, because that might be somebody that you're not feeling like that. Go take yourself to a museum, right? Explore, expand your horizons, right? That's what we need to be doing as people. Like, look, like, because there's more to life than just any one thing, right? Than just, you know. Chasing women. Chasing women or, like, getting caught up in, in situations. I don't want to hear... Talking no, about women. I don't want to hear nobody else tell me, oh, she got pregnant on me. If I can go the rest of my life without hearing that, I think I will be good. I think I can die happy. That's never going to stop happening. But we went on kind of a tangent there. Anybody else got any topics? No, I don't think... I think uh, we got to wrap it up, man. But okay. I, well, I, well, I just want to say it's good. Man, I love we doing back. the podcast. Um, I want to keep doing the podcast. We're we going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, you good. know, so, I mean... I, I think we've having a great run so far, 15 episodes in. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I never would have thought it was going to be like the way that how it's been. Please follow us on our social media, yep. on Instagram. Um, we're going to make a Twitter that's coming out. Yep. Um, like, you know, so please, like, man, I, I love the engagement. I want to see more of it. Because because we're going to keep making more content. And, yeah, yes. and, and also make sure you follow to... our solo endeavors, too. I know, David, you yeah. have your... Uh, you have your... Uh, Beware yeah, of the Raider. Yeah, like Beware of the Raider. Um, I have another project that I'm working on as well. Brandon, like, you got some stuff right in the works, right? No, I don't think I'm working on it myself. There you go. Oh, okay, that's what's up, man. Well, yeah, uh, for me, I have my Olympus gaming brand. Uh, so I do a lot of video game reviews, product reviews, live streaming. So if you're into the gaming tech side of things, uh, yeah, man. come, Check come follow me over there. I'll link all our solo stuff in the show notes. So if you guys are interested in, you know, what me and David got going on, you guys can follow us on our solo stuff. And then, yeah, yeah, for this is going to be wrapped for season one of the podcast, I guess. For sure, um, hell um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I move back to Florida, uh, if that happens, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna do a more of a virtual approach. So you yeah. guys will see us live. Yeah, I'm um, see you face know, to you, face. You could do the live chat through YouTube, whatever yeah. platform we decide to stream on. Uh, it'll be easier to get you guys engaged in the show, and it's not gonna affect the audio quality because we're gonna have roadcasters yeah, and yeah, mics. So yeah, yeah so, great mics. So great. for those who listen to us audio only, um, yeah, you're not gonna miss out on anything. So yeah, yeah. All right, all right y'all. Well, peace out. Thank y'all for all listening, right. and yeah, we'll see y'all next time. All right, peace. peace. Oh.